0: 18 plus. This very
2: special episode of the Churros y Tacticas podcast where we're going to preview tonight's bloodbath between Barcelona and Bayern Munich as well as recap Xavi's first loss as a manager against Real Betis and just talk about Real Madrid flying high, Atletico progressing and all the Spanish teams doing their thing but Barca lagging behind and that is all brought to you by our sponsors Manscaped. It's the holiday season and you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer. Well today's sponsor Manscaped has the tools to guarantee that you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below the waist grooming and they have served more than four million men worldwide including Diego and I. We are four of the the eight million balls around the world who use Manscaped stuff. Diego, how you doing my man? Have you been manscaping today?
1: I have uh as I do uh, every other day pretty much. If I it's funny when I skip a day, I immediately notice I'm just off of my game. We talked about this before, but it's true. Yep. Uh you just uh you don't feel the same. You don't walk out the door and with the same strut uh with the same stride in your strut. Am I making something up here? I, stride, I feel like that strut
2: is... for sure. Strut.
1: All right. And um, so, uh, indeed, uh, continue to be very pleased with our sponsors for helping me feel good, fresh, smooth. And as you said, I hope the Barca boys have been manscaping because, oh boy, oh boy, do we need some smooth eggs out on the field over in Alianza Arena tonight. Cojones, señor.
2: Definitely. Shaved preferably. Definitely. So listeners get twenty percent off and free shipping at manscape.com with code churros. Again, I emphasize churros because I'm used to, it, but it's actually only two hours. So code churros, c h u r r o s. You get twenty percent off with free shipping at manscape.com with code churros. And with that, let's get started. Welcome to the Churros e Tacticas podcast, Diego. It's been a while. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday, so we're on a Wednesday. Wednesday. It's insane. We did,
1: right? It's insane. Yeah. The week uh, is flying by, Kian. And and and, and our schedule just seems to be getting more packed as well. You continue to travel the globe to know, spread the Madrid message. And, um, the teachings yeah, our, of our... Florentino. <laughs> <laughs> Far and, and wide. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was good, I imagine. The Big Apple.
2: Big Apple was great. A lot of human beings in one place, um, oh, which is not something I've careful. seen other than really spain mm-hmm. in a long time you know yeah you know, i've i been to a lot of big cities but there's something about like new york that's just like yeah just a lot happening it's a lot mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. it's good it's good for like a day or two beyond that i don't know if i could handle it but i mean where you, you stay you know new york mm-hmm. right so yeah
1: right.
2: you've been there you live there
1: lived there for a little bit uh long time ago those were different times um Dare I say better times? No, 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 no better times. Different, different. <laughs> no way! You're living the dream
2: right now, my friend.
1: <laughs> well, how? Where'd you stay?
2: Uh, we stayed right in Times Square. So all right, okay, yeah, right in the heat of the
1: action. Damn, smacking them in the middle. Yeah, smack
2: right in the middle. We had a good podcast. A lot of cool people turned out, so it was, it was a pleasure to uh, to record with them, hang out with them, meet some some new faces.
1: So, how's that work? You, you guys pick a, pick a spot, uh, spread the message, people flock uh, like bees to honey uh, or, bur- or, or flies to shit? No, 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 bees to honey, bees to honey. Terrible.
2: And, uh...
1: <laughs> Just awful. <laughs> Madre, Jesus, we're talking about in the end. No, 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 no. Um, a little joke, come on, a little joke and uh, then uh, you guys start a podcast so you do a podcast as if it's a regular podcast but you have an audience a live audience there so do they participate while you guys introduce each topic or how does that work
2: yeah i mean it's pretty engaging we do things like q a we do trivia we you know we do regular polls in the audience we get show of hands of this and like they chime in they talk and then before the podcast, we're having drinks and food. After the podcast, we're having drinks and okay. food. so it's kind of a, just a big party, really.
1: Nice, yeah. Nice, and, they, nice. and they get you, they you get to mingle with your listeners and, and the fans and stuff. So they must be super stoked about the hundred percent, hundred percent.
2: But you're uh, you're doing your best to avoid the the, the, <laughs> the, the major talking point.
1: Well, that big was all for tonight. today. Uh, we. <laughs> Let's 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 leave that. Why do you want to get into that? Let's talk about good things. Let's talk about positives. I, w- I would like to talk about hail hey, oh my G, because uh, you know I I have been giving you guys a lot of shit. I've been trying to um, downplay. I a guess lot, a lot of people le- were upset
2: the- with you on Friday
1: a lot of people were upset surprise surprise um but i've been trying to downplay you know uh the um the level i guess that real madrid is at but at this point in time it's kind of hard to continue to do so uh given the good results the positive results uh Vinny continued to be good i mean uh, yesterday i think it was one of uh, not his best game uh i think the midfield continued to carry um uh, you through this game in a game that quite frankly as well i don't know i'm intro this is why i want to start with real madrid uh where i felt inter until cross's goal around the 20 minute mark uh a little bit before that i think but i felt that inter was actually more threatening uh not giving courtois a whole lot to do but they were better in this game uh in the initial 20 minutes than than real madrid and i feel that that goal really changed the, the the tide around let's say
2: you're right. Those first, really, up until Cruz's goal, and even I'd say a few minutes after Cruz's goal, Inter were the better team. Mm. They they were giving us problems with their press. They were pinning us deep. We weren't closing their ball carriers. We were letting Barella and Brozovic pick out these passes that they really shouldn't have been allowed to hit. We didn't put pressure on them. We didn't close passing lanes. We didn't we didn't you know defend well. What really and it's interesting that you brought up the fact that Inter had a lot of the ball but didn't test Courtois. That kind of was the theme early on, right? Inter yeah. were getting into good positions, and then at the end, just as, as they were about to shoot, you'd see Militao come, Casemiro come, Morata come Milita. and close down or block a shot, and and that's that's what, what the story was essentially. And that's also a problem for Inter in general. They're they're yeah. going to get in those spots, they are not going to score many right. goals. They don't really have a pure goal scorer apart from jeko who again Jeco
1: and be... Lautaro Martinez just not right. up to. Yeah. yeah,
2: so they need they need just better finishing at this point mm. that's kind of their issue right now so and then we, we just kind of grew into the game second half we were much better and then the red card happened and that was that was that it was done deal top of the group into go second and it's pretty straightforward i mean i think there was a little bit of a blip in the group stages that was the sheriff one of course but other than that uh it's been pretty smooth sailing for real madrid now this is interesting because you brought up the positive results and stuff and i would say like up until the athletic game the the game when we beat athletic um after that game it felt like it was a really hard game where we may have gotten a little lucky athletic were the better team for large stretches of that game but the last the last few wins like I don't want to reausset that in, in Inter, it's not like there's been that many but the last couple couple wins have felt more like we really deserved that we we mm-hmm. played hard we were good offensively we had really great individual performances things just clicked a little bit better in the last two games and that's some good momentum heading into a massive game against Atletico this weekend, yeah. which I'm very excited to attend. Very, but very. it's 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 going to be difficult. And and I I joked about this last night. I, I bet you it's going to be the Cadiz game where we finally start dropping points, because that's just how Real Madrid are. But the the stretch this has been a really good stretch. Good vibes. Good wins. Good performances. It's it's pretty good right now.
1: Yeah, life is sunny over in the nation's capital, uh, and if you're uh, Los Blancos' uh, follower, for sure, because I don't think we should uh, downplay, and that's kind of me... Uh, Wanting, demanding to start the pod as well Mind you, listeners that often criticize me For apparently dismissing Talking about Real Madrid Something that I I don't agree with Uh, If anything, I love to get my uh, Real Madrid information from my good friend Kian Sovani You would
2: make a really good politician I don't know if you have ever thought about Going into politics But just your ability to be like Look at me, I'm talking about Real Madrid Take note everybody (laughs)
1: When when have I not wanted to talk? I, I take serious disagreement with this uh, point you're trying to make. I always want to talk about Real Madrid. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer, my friend. <laughs> You can't deny the fact that Real Madrid had great results. Uh, to back up your point, you know, at uh, uh, the top of my dome, uh, the big win against Atletico, of course, at the Bernabeu, if I'm not mistaken, it was then Real Sociedad. Games where I was really hoping that um, we could maybe cut some distance or at least see the league leaders drop some points. It wasn't a case. And at this point, even uh, against Inter, although you guys were already qualified for the knockout stage, I was curious to see how you would fare against and I don't watch a lot of Serie A, but what I, from my very little um, eye test that I get to see from Italian teams uh, duke it out over in Italy, I think the best team can we call Inter the best team right now in the Serie A? I, I think we can. Um, so, and I was I was pleasantly impressed and 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 surprised with Dumfries and and, uh, Perisic and company. Um, dominate Real Madrid or, you know, at least threaten Real Madrid and dominate the ball, uh, and possession in those, uh, uh say, opening 20 minutes. And, and we know of the threats about a midfielder that you and I both very much like, um, uh, Brozonovic as well. But. Yeah just to reiterate again the point uh, that we discussed earlier i guess the fire, firing power is just isn't there they didn't manage to test Courtois, um, to my uh, big disappointment even though Lautaro Martinez and and Zeco are um I, mean, I don't know if we could call them household name uh, strikers but you know we know uh, of these strikers and uh, of these forwards rather uh, and the damage they could potentially do. I, I feel that Lautano Martinez has seriously dropped off of, uh, kind of that list of, of, uh, strikers or forwards that you want to have in your squad. There was a, a moment in time where he was heavily linked with Barca as well. Even at that time, I wasn't entirely convinced. Uh, but it, it I mean, there was so much hype around him that it seemed like he was an inevitable, 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 excuse me, up and coming, uh, star. Um, decided to stay with inter and and for me as as and again this is based on very little i don 't watch a lot of Syria to probably not the big surprise of the majority of our listeners but um where is lautaro martinez and and zeko i mean poor man zeco i i don 't know how old he is i 'm going to say he 's uh, in his mid thirties uh, he 's made his rounds as well. Um, I'm impressed that, that Inter are still able to be so competitive um, and do so, fare so well in the in the Serie A, uh, despite having good, good strikers, but not great ones. Okay, good forwards, but not great ones.
2: Well, I don't think anyone expected them to be, you know, this... I mean, they're basically neck and neck with Milan at the top of the table, but right. I don't think anyone expected them to be as good as they are, just given the fact that they lost Conte and Lukaku. Like, it's losing those two is is, is such a massive loss, right? Um, Good point. But uh, you brought up some interesting points. I mean, Dzeko is 35. He's still serviceable. He's going to be... But he's 35, and he's no longer what he used to be, you know, the last couple of years. I'd say, like, his last year at Roma there, he dropped off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Lautaro, interesting. I, I don't, like... He's the type of player who... You know you just mentioned the barca link if if you put lautaro in that barca team where does he fit he's not like a winger who's going to take players on like a fatty or a, or a dembele or who else do you guys have that can do have that can do that
1: um not a whole lot we got uh, yusuf right we got Abde. yes Elias. so
2: he's not going to necessarily play that role uh, he's going to have to play off the striker a little bit play a little bit more roaming um I suppose you could put him literally as your striker and let him link up and do other things. So in that sense, he would have been an upgrade over a Braithwaite or mm-hmm. um, or a Luke de Jong. Some, he obviously would have given you really good minutes. And, you know, obviously Aguero didn't play for you guys. So he would have he would have started pretty much every game.
1: Between Memphis and, and Lautaro as number nine, who would you... I, uh...
2: I mean, Memphis to me is still the more exciting and better player. But mm. um, you... I, Memphis kind of to me has to play on the left wing almost
1: yeah but agreed. again
2: that becomes complicated with Ansu and stuff And but you know having said that I'd be curious to know like what you think Xavi will do tonight so
1: alright so that's uh, all the Real Madrid chat that we'll get uh, good job Luzman what's Mankos there to say now? about Real
2: Madrid what's there to say
1: <laughs> I don't know Asensio scoring uh, in all honesty a, a great goal but um,
2: it's a gorgeous goal
1: who was it? At, was, sense, was it Di Marco that was? I, I was going to say mark him, but not marking him. I mean, he had all the time in the world to to fire off that shot. I love goals though that outside of the box that ricochet against the mm-hmm. post, and, and that it just adds drama. So I sense you're back on. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good.
2: Uh, he's had a few of those this season. Some Just some great, great shots. Um, yeah. And this has been a theme. Nope. If you want to talk about Real Madrid, it's like shots like that. The Cruz goal was from distance. We've had so many shots from distance. The numbers are up from distance. It's been a, it's been a clear direction from Ancelotti. Like shoot, shoot, shoot from 40 mm. yards, 30 yards. And just mm. see what happens. Hits the post. You get a rebound. You get some chaos. You get some... I mean, we have good long-distance shooters. But we have Cruz, Modric, and Casemiro. They can all shoot from distance. We have a Asensio on the field. Uh, mm. I joked about it last week, but like, sucks to be Bale right now. Who like this is what he would love to do. Is just if a coach told him, "Hey, just shoot from anywhere," he could start shooting from fifty yards. But yeah, I don't know if he can golf actually go
1: whales off. and shoot from long distance in that order. You put him mm-hmm. number
2: three, Madrid four, <laughs> Madrid <laughs> exactly. after shooting from distance.
1: Shooting distance, but well, wait. But this sets up a really great, and you and you touched upon it. But I want to jump in a little bit more the 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 derby, the Madrid derby, because uh, Atletico, I think. You know, uh, I had pretty much written them off of progressing and right. um, I, know, they, I also said they, they didn't progress. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they got the job done, uh, in a very uncomfortable game, a very feisty game for that matter, where at halftime, they were eliminated. Um, you know, with the news coming from San Siro between Milan and Liverpool, uh, at that point, of course, then the goal coming in as well from San Siro, that sort of changed the tide as well. You could hear the, the murmurs, by the way, in, 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 um, in, um, uh, fuck, what's the, the, uh, Oporto stadium called? Dragau is it Dragão? Dragão? Drag- yeah. yeah. Um, that was super hostile, man. I don't know if this news may, uh, went around, um, made international news, but the official Movistar, Movistar is the number one, um, TV, uh, station here, right? The media station, like paid, uh, TV for that matter. It's, um, what do you call it in in, in the US? Like sat- satellite is free, or do you pay for satellite TV? I, sat- I was.
2: That, it's it's you gotta pay for everything these days. You gotta pay to like breathe
1: breathe air okay well it's 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 they have all the rights to la liga and to the champions league you pay for it okay it's the, the pay tv um the commentators were sitting in their box they were during the match they started to get attacked and assaulted for that matter uh the main commentator had like his his uh, uh scarf snatched from him and everything um, and just, uh, you could hear obscenities being thrown their way and just commotion. There was comm- We couldn't see them, obviously, because they're, they're, uh, all we could see was the game. Uh, but, but there was stuff happening, um, in and around the commentator boxes and in the stadium and in the game that got just super feisty. I love seeing Pepe get, get, show his, his true side again. And, uh, you know, we saw glimpses of uh, Real Madrid Pepe coming out there. Um, and I'm just pleased as punch I'm super happy Aliti went through deservedly so Uh, it has to be said I know that uh, the Oporto coach uh, is feeling disappointed and might have uh, have something else to say Uh, but Conce if he takes a good hard look at himself I think he will just see this as an opportunity lost whereas uh, Cholo Simeone will be you know grabbing his big uh, smooth manscaped balls and uh you know be walking out of there feeling pretty chuffed and, and pleased with himself with his team performance as well that like i said and this for me, for me the reason to bring this up couldn't have come at a better time to walk into a madrid derby and 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 hopefully hopefully you know sort of put their foot down and say hey there's still i liga you know there's still some league to play for and we are the league champions and uh you know take some points away from uh, real madrid and make this uh Season interesting for everybody involved.
2: It'll be a, a great game. Um, we will have to bring that forward a little bit more to either Friday's show vale, or vale, Friday's vale, show Let's or move. On.
1: Let's move on. You want to talk Barca? You want to talk depressive talking points? Okay.
2: Okay. Well, we can we can put it off for a second and just say that Villarreal <laughs> and have a massive game against Atalanta. Sevilla have a massive yeah. game against um, Red Bull. Yeah. So. It's kind of like they're in, they have inverse situations, right? Villarreal have the destiny in their own hands. They draw against Atalanta, they're through. They're one point ahead. Sevilla, they have to win. They have to beat Salzburg to advance. A draw will not be enough. So it's, it's a big day. And unfortunately, they all play at the same time. So we just kind of have to choose one or two. Or you can be the freak that has the two screens, the three screens. Uh, I imagine that you, Diego, will have your focus on Barcelona versus Bayern.
1: Well, with one eye on Benfica Kiev, Kian, make true. no mistake. Um, That's true. I, I,
2: I forget that you don't actually have to, you can actually technically lose and still advance. I don't mm. like that part of this equation.
1: Well, I don't, I, trust me, with a team that has only scored one goal in this entire Champions League campaign, hence. Or uh, that team being Kiev, uh, I don't have much hope to them do anything dangerous or cause much damage, damage and wreak havoc in uh, the Estadio Luz of uh, Benfica. So, uh,
2: especially know. with Benfica's season <laughs> on the line, they're gonna yes. come out guns blazing. I mean, I, I just assume, right? You have yes. to assume if that if you're a Barca fan anyway, you can't if you're a Barca you have to assume that you have to win, right?
1: You gotta win. I mean I think everybody's approaching it from that Perspective, and it's the only way. If we're going to rely, like I said, on a team that has only merely scored one goal and that is already, you know, cannot qualify neither for, uh, the Europa League anymore. It's like, it's out. It's done for them. You know, we're, we've got nothing here, uh, but hope in, our, in ourselves and, 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 and hope that Bayern w- with, without Goretzka, without Kimmich, without, um, sorry, I'm drawing blanks, but You're several key. Kim- thank you I'm missing as well and and one or two more Um you have to hope that they will come out a little bit more relaxed Müller and Lewandowski will be playing there will be starters uh, Nagelsmann confirmed so you know you got your top top leaders of that team top goal scorer in Lewandowski of course making their performance or, or uh, um, um, yeah uh, making their uh, starts for their teams you have um who was it I think it was Rummenegger that said that he was so upset with the controversy uh of leo messi winning the ballon Oro instead of lewandowski that he said we have a point to prove tonight uh we must you know avenge this travesty this 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 uh, mockery of a uh, an award show by beating barca uh and pummeling to the ground i don't know what issue he has with us <laughs> you know, Messi's not with you us just, anymore.
2: You just happen to be the next in line and it just so <laughs> happens to be Messi's old team.
1: <laughs> he's he's pissed. This guy's pissed. So he wants to make amends and he wants to pummel us uh like he said to the ground. I uh you know let's hope that the players are feeling a little bit more uh, a little less hostile and a little bit more relaxed, maybe a little bit more focused on their big game against Dortmund over the weekend on the weekend. Uh they're gonna qualify first uh regardless. Uh, it's minus four degrees over in Munich. So maybe, uh, some of them will catch a cold or, uh, just not be solely in the mood to play. Uh, whereas our boys, I expect them to be as fired up and as amped up and as motivated as ever because this, make no mistake, is an absolute final from beginning to end, whether it's from a sporting or financial perspective or prestige. Um, you know, we, Barca cannot be knocked out in the, the group stage. Uh, it's it's you're missing out on roughly a little bit below the 20 million mark uh, for advancing you're not in the elite european competition anymore and um you know i mean obviously the season goes on so if if uh, we'll see tomorrow we're we'll seeing a few hours from now what the end result will be but whatever the end result will will, will be tonight the, the the primary objective has to be I think it's Sunday or Sasuna. I mean, you know, so there's no time to sulk neither, uh, or to rejoice for too long for that matter, because, you know, the season isn't stopping and, and we still have very clear objectives, uh, lined up in front of us. And, and, um, you know, I, I, uh, I say this now like this because it's, it's the truth, but, um, I'll tell you what, man, not advancing to the next round will be just an, an incredible, punch in the gut and and i'm not looking forward to doing tonight's show i don't know if any of our viewers are signed up to the barca tv plus platform um but you know tonight's show the barca live match center will be will be an awkward one uh in the case there's
2: always like one or two clips that circulate on twitter (laughs) on social media like check out how like you know the bar (laughs) poor i always feel bad it's like the barca tv comms they're, because we the
1: only ones that are doing it, man.
2: Yeah, they're just like trying to navigate like an awkward loss, and it's like you know. Uh, so for your sake, I hope that <laughs> you know you guys don't get destroyed too much. Um, I had a question for you: with starting lineups and stuff. Yeah, um, Dembele has played well off the bench. Do you think he starts tonight? Finally,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. Chavi has repeatedly said he is one hundred percent healthy match fit ready to go uh he hasn't confirmed that he'll be a guaranteed starter but who else you know you you gotta put Dembélé you have to put Dembélé we saw it against Benfica uh Betis again just his presence and impact on the game alone he's when he's out there, he's our best player. Uh, I'll go so far as to say that right now with all respects to, you know, a good Frankie and, 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 and a continued uh, surprising Gabi. But, you know, Dembele is the player that we all need out there at this point in time. So I expect Dembele, Memphis, and I would say Gabi to be our front three.
2: So does that, do you think you go with four at the back then, with Dessa right back, or will you do three at the back?
1: I don't know if we will do three in the back. Chabi has changed changed up his system uh, so far. Um, given the urgency, I, I wouldn't be completely surprised if... Uh, and, and, and his willingness, you know, his... Or more than his willingness, his emphasis on, on playing in the opponent's half... Uh, dominate possession, you know, defend by uh, um, by having possession of the ball, pushing our opponents as far back away from our goal as possible, having Lewandowski, you know, not be a thread uh, around uh, our perimeter and the 18-yard box. And uh, I don't know. I think the system is, is uh, in that sense, less of a concern of mine, as it is, uh, as the attitude is, uh, and, and and the intensity of this match, you know, whether we play with Dest and uh, Jordi Alba, who I think will be match fit, and I say I think because uh, he did receive a, a knock in in the Betis game, uh, and there was talks of him having some molestias, some. Uh, um, um molestias or like not injury but but he's a bit bothered and a bit knocked up discomfort. in which case yeah. discomfort thank you in which case you know we saw Balde also again continue to train with the first team and and him being healthy and uh being to Chavi's liking I, I would have uh, full faith in another youngster coming out there and uh hopefully you know match if not uh, um if not match uh, uh, overcome and and, and uh, the the intensity of uh, the Bayern players um We'll see. We'll see. Well, what do you? What do you? What do you? Uh, you know. What are your expectations of this match?
2: Like on. So, I'll just throw in a bunch of scattered thoughts. My feeling is that if I'm Barca, I felt, and I, don't, I haven't talked to you about the Betis game really, so I don't know how you felt about that. My feeling was that you know yeah chavi finally lost <clears throat> i actually feel barca were incredibly unlucky not to win that game um now I, I agree i'm not saying that betis came didn't deserve to win you know they i think they did what they could they capitalized on that on the chance on the high line on the counterattack in the second half which is how a lot of teams do score against barca at the same time um, you guys the pressing looked pretty good to me uh, a lot of sustained pressure a lot of chances you had a massive chance at the end. Who was it? Was it Abde who had that chance? I can't remember. Was it? So I feel like nine times out of ten, you guys are going to win that game. Just a little bit of bad luck. So whether that they had
1: a big chance, yeah,
2: yeah. So whether they have they lose momentum from that heading into this game, I'm not sure. But mm. so, but I will just from a pure process standpoint, not a result standpoint. If I'm Barca, I'm looking at this and like I think I've noticed more organization, slightly more structure than under Kuman. I'm feeling still pretty good. I'm heading into a, a very difficult game with, you know, the season on the line, Champions League season on the line. You have, but you have a better morale than you did maybe like two weeks ago. And you know, you 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 have to rise to the occasion. At the same time, I'm thinking like even if they do rise to the occasion, and even if Bayern don't really care about this game, which is doesn't seem to be true anymore because Lewandowski came second in the Ballon d'Or <laughs> thing uh Bayern are so good and i so i don't they're so good and i yeah. i I, and I think that's the issue you know this is obviously if you're playing your last game against benfica this is a different story and benfica are good but but bayern are so good and and i think that's that's where like even as a real madrid fan trying whether it's trying to jinx or trying to like you know poke fun at this or like just or at least even be po- pessimistic to keep the expectations low Bayern are so good, and I, and I certainly wouldn't want to face them with the season on the line. And, and in fact, I, I hate facing Bayern ever any time in history when the season is on the line, because it's always a lot of pain and suffering, and a lot of victories too. But it's a lot of suffering along the way. So it does not seem like a fun game. And, and either way, I think you guys are going to be a nervous wreck watching this game um, against a team that has. Let's be honest. The, the other side of the coin is that yeah, Bayern. Uh, progress but they also are playing with zero pressure like it will be training for them they so they won't be desperate you know they won't be pushing players up the field leaving space in behind they'll just be fine they'll just be kicking it around and and that'll be tough um but, you know, by the
1: way yeah real quick i i keep reiterating the fact that byron will have might have one eye set on their next match against dortmund yes. i'm being a fucking dumbass yes you here i w- was thinking <laughs> i was too though because I, twice. Didn't, I didn't say anything but they, they, yeah, they just came come off the back of defeating uh, Dortmund three to two in in, yes. in, in a great game where Holland scored a bunch of goals, and I I kept thinking, oh, but they're gonna play them again in like a German Cup or something, and and and, and now I'm actually looking at the schedule, they're playing Mainz, uh, yeah. where I don't know where they're on the league standings, but uh, I'm gonna guess that they're not uh, they're seventh. Uh, all right, so Bayern are just—they uh, come off the back of a tough match, but they—they—they they, they can pretty much uh, settle back into uh, fifth or fourth gear after tonight. So they're—they're—they're they're, they're good. They're well, good.
2: the Bayern do play against Borussia Dortmund on April twenty third, two thousand twenty two. <laughs> maybe they're—maybe <laughs> if you
1: get lucky, they have their eye on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it, Kian. I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, mention, I'm gonna mention that on the show tonight. <laughs> <Parts> <laughs> the <studio>? Guys, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guys, <laughs> Bayern are playing. <laughs>
2: oh boy! Uh,
1: okay, oh my well, gosh!
2: Yeah, I'm so what, it, big. A,
1: what are your uh, what are the what are the odds here? Where where, where are you uh, putting your percentages? What are you giving us?
2: Is fifty generous?
1: Don't hold back. That's that's generous. That's generous. It's
2: it's only I only give that crazy number because, um, maybe Kiev can do something.
1: So more, so you're either you're 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 not trusting Barisad to win. It's a draw or a loss for us. But you're thinking that Kiev uh, Kiev will will put us through, even though Kiev yeah. has only scored one goal in five matches and. Are out of everything. You never they're know. just gonna they're just we've gonna seen, show we've, we've up. We've at da Luz things, and wreak havoc. And be like, fuck these guys. They just don't like Portuguese people, and and they're gonna go for it. <laughs> it's a well-known fact that you Ukrainians don't like the Portuguese. Everybody knows that. It's like you know, oil and vinegar. It's like Dutch and and, and Germans. It's like Madridistas and cool It's uh... <laughs> Give me a break, you man. Know, man. You never know, man. You Don't give know. me this false hope. Say it like it is. Don't give me 50% when you're not even buying it yourself.
2: Okay, so, no, no. I, this, here's what I'll say. sec, uh, uh, second, I'm just looking. Okay, so, um, I don't think Barso will beat Bayern. I think a draw is the best case scenario for them. And I think that means, obviously, that means that Kiev, they don't even have to beat Benfica in that situation. All they have to do is draw against Benfica in that situation. That's not off the table to me.
1: So two draws. Two draws.
2: Which you guys would be more than okay with, I'm sure.
1: 100%. Yeah.
2: Right now, in case you're interested, so 538, because, you know, 538, the ESPN upset, they um, they do a lot of projections and... Based on stats and analytics mm. and different <clears throat> formulas and algorithms, they currently have Barça progressing to the round of sixteen at forty-one percent, mm. and Benfica at fifty-nine percent. So they're giving right. Benfica the odds today.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and in case if anyone else is interested for the other Spanish teams, thirty-six <laughs> percent for Sevilla, fifty-two percent for Villarreal, which is about right to me as well. Mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. i mean look 41 it's not terrible odds
1: it's i'll tell you why it's terrible odds because or I, why, why i don't no, they're not bad odds but i'll tell you why i think the odds are worse i don't know if these uh factor in the fact that we've never won in the Allianz arena we've never beaten bayern on their own ground mm. i think we're, we're we played them five times it's two losses and three draws um this would be the first time that we beat them. Can you imagine that this Barca, one of the worst Barca's in history, would actually come up so big that we would beat the German Giants for the very first time away, mind you. Not obviously at the Camno, but away the first time that we would be beating them at the Allianz Arena. Um, yeah. That already in and of itself is is it's a mind boggle for me. This one, how how we would pull this one. How do you pull that rabbit out of the hat? I don't know
2: look uh i i don't know
1: <laughs> and it's got to come down and and the mere fact the mere fact that bayern are so comfortable in the group obviously and and that they are playing dortmund in april of 2022 and and um they can rest some players up uh that there's snow on the pitch and you know maybe they're just going to take their foot off the gas a little bit because the urgency is not there that's really our only hope um and we've got good players but you know it's it's clear that right now where it it, this is chavis he's still what is it in week three since he arrived he hasn't even spent a month here yet so we're still in this sort of like pre-season phase if you will where he has to come up so big um and uh, even though you said the morale has changed and it definitely has we can confirm that uh you know just from the trainings alone uh which are uh, you know the, the the mood the sense you get are is 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 infectious is contagious just uh, the the excitement and kind of the joy that is um yeah being lived in the Barca dressing room after some very depressing uh previous months under the uh, uh previous staff but um yeah you know, is, is that alone going to be enough at this point when, when we're still trying to figure out the movements, the tactics and, uh, the formations and, uh, understand exactly what it is that new coach Xavi Hernandez wants from his players. Is that going to be enough alone? Just, just moment or yeah, momentum, not even because we're coming off the back of a loss. So, but just momentum in terms of mood and morale, you know, that's where I, I, I draw my big, uh, doubts and have my question marks, Kian. I don't know if we're going to. No lo sé. No
2: lo sé. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, who knows? We'll maybe we'll this will be a historic night. And maybe... Or maybe it'll Use be one. something to like, you know, what was... what? Here's what... Not exactly the same example, but remember after Spain lost to Italy in the Euros and everyone came away like, hey, man, do we have something here? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll be a situation like yeah. that. Maybe you'll be very yeah. proud by the end of the day. And and well, cares? And there's... Oh, actually, I mean, you care for financial reasons to progress. But I mean, do we really care... From a footballing standpoint, if you don't, if you lose now or next round, you know, focus should probably get on getting back into the league title race.
1: Well, I I care because it's also going to ruin my uh, work weeks. I will have to (laughs) work more weekends if we play the Europa League. But uh, that aside, no, I, I, I do hope that we walk away from with a sense of, okay, you know, we've got something great to build on here. And uh, and that's why I said at the beginning when we started this, this discussion that our our focus after the game, our primary focus has to be the next game because the season doesn't stop. We're still, what is it, seventh in the league with 13 something points away uh, from the league leaders. And we want to finish in the Champions Champions League spots, which is not a given or a guarantee by any stretch of the imagination. So we just can't throw the towel in and say this is it. You know, uh, so that's, I guess, the message that I want coolest to take away is that, hey, the, the next, uh, you know, the season's not stopping and the next game is just around the corner and uh, we got to continue to fight.
2: Well, let's see what happens, my friend. I think we should let's wrap see. it here because people need time to listen to it before the game yeah. tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. also, uh, let's see how this discussion holds up on the Friday show. And we do have some Patreon questions we have already saved yeah. for the Friday show. Patreon.com Why don't we, slash Churros y Tacticas. So if you want ask to that.
1: Yes, yes our teacher, uh, Oscar, I believe his name was. Uh, Alberto. Alberto. Alberto, Alberto um, Gray. Um, we, due to this, all uh, the info or content we had on for this podcast, we deemed it more appropriate to push uh, your questions further to the next podcast. And also for our listeners, we're in the process, as you will probably have noticed, of transitioning or say widening our reach, and uh, we made the podcast available on SoundCloud and other uh, platforms. Um, what we didn't realize was that was going to cause some problems with SoundCloud and our regular, uh, places where you would hear the, uh, the show, Apple podcast. So we're, we're, we're fixing that and hopefully it should be fixed by the time that this will go up.
2: Um, also just a couple more previews for Friday. There's a couple more questions that we're saving one from our, our boy taps. And there's another, another one, which. It's not quite Modric versus you don't know about this. It's not quite Modric versus Xavi, but it's a deeper it's a it's a much more lower level. It's Seji Roberto versus Lucas Vasquez that they want us to throw the gloves off for on Friday as well. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can spend some time on it. Oh boy. All right. Uh
2: yeah. All right. So and also Alberto's question one of his questions that he's asking us on Friday is super not controversial. It's who is the greatest footballer of all time. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll go really well with with us too. Uh, all right, Diego, thank goat, you. Man.
1: The goat debate, the
2: goat good debate luck. part six, seven, part eight, nine, ten. Yeah, it's mm. it's never ending. All right, good luck tonight, my friend. Thank you, sir. And uh, we will chat Friday over on Patreon.com/slashchurosytactics and follow us on Twitter at churos without the Y. Take care. Peace out, my friend. Peace, peace.
0: Sports social podcast network